back to the Jedi Reading Order, a Star Wars High Republic podcast. Today we are talking about Convergence. Join us as we jump back into the story. Alright, well, welcome back. As you can notice, uh, I don't quite sound like CJ. That's because uh, I am CJ, but I have a little bit of a cold, so... Oh, you're CJ now? Yeah, I'm, I'm CJ, in case you guys were wondering. Interesting. I'm Nathan. And hey, I'm Alex. Hey, that's my bit. You can't take that from me. Too late. Uh, I'm landed. But yeah, uh, CJ couldn't be with us this week, so... CJ uh, was celebrating festivities with his family because uh, he values family over Star Wars, so... Pretty despicable, if you ask me. I'm just saying, not a true Star Wars fan like us. Yeah, if we choose to forgive him... it's the holiday season. I don't know when that came up, but, you know... Whoop-dee-doo in a dickery dock. Like, seriously? Don't forget to hang up your socks. (laughs) Well said, Landon. Thank you. Well said... (laughs) <laughs> but yeah, uh, with or without CJ, we'll be talking about chapters 11 through 13 this week. I guess for starters, uh, maybe let's go over chapter 11. So what did you guys think of that one? I enjoyed it. You get to see more of the the cultish ways of the path and how it's going away from what you saw in Path of Deceit, where you, it seems like a utopia, utopia-esque type place to be and now you see the mother just going off the deep end being this like cult leader where like i believe abda was saying something on along the lines of oh yeah I, i'm i'm so happy to be one of your children you know and mm-hmm. like, yeah she was like the, the opportunity yeah and she was like oh my gosh and to serve the force and she's like yeah no this one's just for me i need you to keep this war going <laughs> it's like whoa whoa <laughs> So Nathan, uh, did you uh did you read the or did you listen to the audiobook at all or no? No, I have not listened to the audiobook. Uh, I I've got the Well I got the hardcover. I made a comment a couple weeks ago asking if they would uh bring back the lady who did Path of Deceit to voice the mother. Yeah. Um they did not. And yep, the mother uh, is now a southern lady, so Yeah, the guy that is voicing everyone in the book gave her a soft southern accent. Yeah. I was a little caught off guard. I was like, uh, this sounds a little bit different than last time. Which, I mean, I expected it to be different, but, you know, maybe not an added accent to it. But, yeah. I mean, uh, yeah. he so can do whatever he wants. He's the, he's the guy getting paid for it. Like, what am I going to do? Like, yeah, true. Yeah, I guess it's on, my job. on a podcast or something like that. You know, maybe we will. Yeah. <laughs> you ruined the book for me. My immersion was ruined when I heard I the Southern it. accent. But yeah, um, Abda Besides does seem... the voice acting, are you guys enjoying the book? Oh, I know. I guess this is more towards Alex because I know Alex has been off and on about the book. He are you like it. solidified into this book now, or are you still waiting to get into it. I mean, I think I'm to the point where I at least can identify most of the characters in my head, like when I hear the name. Okay. But other than that, I don't know. Like the story's okay. I'm cap. imagining it will pick up soon. What do you mean cap? It's good. Eh, it's okay. No, you're wrong. See, this is why we need CJ here because <laughs> he has the right opinion on this, much like myself. I don't know, but, Nathan, yeah. I think your opinion's right on this one. Thank you. No, Nathan doesn't like it either. (laughs) What? Liar. I knew it. Putting words in my mouth. 
but yeah, um, it's it's growing on me. It's fine. Um, but I'm hope, hoping it gets a little bit, uh, I guess, more exciting. <laughs> I think that's my issue so far is it's just a little slow. Um, yeah. I one thing I've learned over this year is I'm kind of down with the slow burn of a political thriller. Kind of like this. Oh, so you understand Whoa. space politics now? Yeah, you're liking space politics now, Landon? Um, what the? I thought I'd see the day. I, I Talk like about space, character development. I like Am space I right, politics listeners? that, you know, yeah. are actually intelligent and are written correctly. Oh. Hey, what are you saying? Are you saying the sequels are bad? And Attack of the Clones. Oh, and frankly, oh, Revenge of the Sith. Oh, wow, what? Wow. I think this is blasphemous. Blasphemy. Right, we might have to change this into the Nathan and Alex rip on Landon podcast <laughs> because I don't support these terrible takes. <laughs> but yeah, um, I guess uh, sort of building on what you said, Nathan, we do see uh, some more of the path in this chapter and that they seem a little bit more serious than we saw in the previous book mm-hmm. um, where here they are threatening a queen of an entire planet and blackmailing. Yes. So, I mean, <laughs> that's a little bit more intense than what we had seen. I mean, other than, you know, the part where Kevmo and uh, Master Zala get murdered by a slug thing, but or dog, whatever. But I thought yeah. we went over this last week. I still think it's a slug dog, but it doesn't matter. The viewer, or not viewer, listeners can decide. Bro, there's a picture of it online. What do you mean they could decide? Mm, that's not canon. <laughs> oh, yeah. And I haven't seen it, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, yeah, the end of chapter 11, like you said, Alex, ends with basically, yeah, blackmail. So well, I'm interested to learn what the queen did because Abda was like, or at least we can assume it's Abda because it's an unnamed girl, but I'm assuming it's the path lady. But she was like, we know what you did. You know, how would, how would your peace summit feel about this? Uh, feel about this? And I'm like, Ooh, what did she do? So I don't know yeah, if it's as bad, but the reader gave her the, old Russian woman accent, so we know it's Abda. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> kind of I mean, if, you're just, if you're just reading it, you have to assume. Yeah, I, but... didn't, yeah, I didn't even realize um, until you said that there, but yeah, that's funny. That makes sense, though. Yeah. So, but it's pretty, yeah, it's pretty neat, but I don't think anything that the, I, I'm wondering if what the Queen did was worse than what Thirsty Planet did, where they drove basically like a mining drill through a hospital. <laughs> so... <laughs> Yeah, that was interesting. I don't know. That was kind of sus to hear, but I was like, oh, okay, yeah. they're doing that now. War nah, crime. It's a little bit me. like a war crime, yeah. yeah. It's like, that's fine. Seems they're just valid civilians. It happens. Yeah. No. But, oh, gosh. But, yeah, basically, the rest of these chapters is more of the Peace Summit. You've got the late... Basically, from what happens in these chapters, you get a little more insight into the path. You see um, the Peace Summit a little bit more with Abda hanging out. I'm assuming she's just climbing through the gutters. And then they finally come to some sort of a little bit of resolution. So I feel like the next couple of chapters are going to pick up with like a midway point of the book. But and that was that's just like an overall kind of what's happening, if that's what everyone else picked up on. But there's definitely more stuff happening between the lines. But that's overall what happens in these three chapters. 
So, but yeah, chapter, so yeah, chapter 11, then you get more of Gela talking to master son. They kind of, you know, bond a little bit more and she's like, she's trying to do that force walking stuff. And then master son comes in and is like, Hey, you're getting pretty good at that. So, and they share a nice little moment where they get to kind of hang out and talk about how the force is cool and everything. But, oh, and also in chapter 11 is when this really peculiar thing comes over where a viceroy walks up to an Arena or Thirsty Planet soldier and says, hey, you got to kill yourself for the, the cause. He's like, okay. And he walks over, right. hits a button, and gets sucked out of like an airlock or something. And I'm still not really understanding why that had to happen. Yeah. What do you guys I, think about that? Because I'm confused. I'm assuming it was either for distraction purposes or they were some sort of witness or something. I don't know. I haven't really put that together yet. But a little strange, nonetheless. Yeah, I, yeah, I wasn't very sure about that. I don't know. Um, hopefully, it gets touched on a little more why he did that. But yeah, I'm, I'm pretty lost. He just was like, "Yeah, I like serving the people, so I'm just gonna go yeah. immediately suck myself out into the vacuum of space." Oh, you're, you're gonna suck yourself? Uh, yeah, that's my plan. Interesting. <laughs> With the vacuum of space, oh, huh? No, oh. but. <laughs> yeah uh, that was that was interesting but so the viceroy is still a bad man a very bad man we know that but he kind of gets his his a little bit of some fun justice that in a later chapter but yeah i think they brush over brush over really quick about like a, a missing person from the summit which i'm assuming is the guy that you know sucked himself out into space but that was that was weird. But Agreed. yeah, then we get to, um, of course, then we have that the blackmailing in the end of the chapter, and we get to chapter 12, then where you have Ziri and Fontu kind of just fighting each other, not like in a bad way, but they're just like sparring. Yeah, just training. Yeah. Or, yeah. Or yeah. Yeah. And so they're, they're having a good time. You know, Ziri's beating him up because she's way more experienced than he is. And then I think I, Gela comes in. She's like, oh, what are you guys doing? This looks fun. And then uh, Ziri tries to, you know, fight her off. She's like, I've always wanted to test my skills against a Jedi, which is, you know, it's interesting to see. And it seemed like Gela fought her off pretty easily. So it, it kind of shows you a power level of a Jedi or like a Jedi Knight, because that's what Gela is. Because, you know, Ziri's like pretty battle hardened. She knows what she's doing as far as combat and for Gela to beat her quite easily. It can show you kind of the power dynamic and how sure they're peacekeepers, but they're, <laughs> they're very well pretty trained, good at, pretty good at fighting. I'd say. Yeah. So definitely that's a pretty fun little thing right there. But yeah. So then it arrives to the fourth day of their peace summit stuff. And they're all just still being, angry at each other and I, know, I believe the jedi are just kind of talking and they're like god this is kind of going nowhere but we need to remain hopeful so but it keeps it keeps getting pretty pretty sassy but then it gets to the more interesting part where ziri and gela go to the libraries because they can't sleep and they're kind of talking about 
like why was there peace way back when and they look into their history books and they're like oh we could forge a a marriage pact between the two planets and that'll sustain some peace and so then ziri gets like a good idea she's like oh i could you know bring this back to the the summit and maybe marry fun too who's like a cool guy so i mean it's a it's a neat idea and it's definitely i it's gonna work but i feel like it worked in these chapters i feel like it worked a little too easily so there's going to be some kind of crazy thing. I still think Ziri or Fon two are going to one of them is going to get murdered. Potentially, yeah. Because yeah. like what CJ said, where you can't get attached to characters. Like I want to, but I'm keeping them at an arm's length. Yeah, play. yeah. No, but I, I like am, both these characters, yeah. and I'm, I'm like, very I much assuming there will be a main character, probably a couple main characters that yeah. get killed off before the end of the book. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Seems very likely. Yeah, it's a. Yeah, we'll we'll see what happens. But I liked I liked the whole part where Ziri uh came in to the summit like wearing a dress and heels or something like they said cuz she didn't like and everyone was like, "Whoa, what?" cuz they're used to seeing her in like army garments mm-hmm. and she just basically goes off on them about how, you know, you old heads need to be gone and we need to forge a new peace because you guys are too you're basically too far gone. At yeah. this point, where you don't even understand, like even when she brings up the marriage pact in the first place, like the queen's, I'm I'm already married, and yeah. he's like he's too old for me, and he's like five years older or something. They said, True. but she's like, wow, these guys are so lost. They think that this marriage pact would be between them, Lamau. Yeah, which I don't know. It it seems very obvious to me, maybe because we're the readers and listeners, but yeah, I don't know, or maybe they're just stupid. Who can say? Yeah. But yeah, so then she basically is like, "No, I'm, I'm, I'm saying I'll marry Fon too." And then Fon too's like, "Oh," and then everyone else is like, kind of like shocked by this proposal because they, you know, they hate each other apparently. Allegedly. But, and yeah. then we get to see the the nice little piece with the viceroy, where he's like, "Are are you? You're this is treasonous to marry the enemy and stuff like that." And then she like mm-hmm. pins him up against the wall and she grabs her sword and she's like, "Call me a traitor one more time." I was like, you know, it would probably save a lot of time if she just killed him. Yeah, yeah I mean, he's like he's bad. clearly a bad guy here. Yeah, like it'd and be bad, but against peace. So, I mean, yeah, if you want everlasting peace, like you have to do that. But you know, you still got the path then too. But I'd like to. See, I have a feeling yeah. the viceroy is going to die at the end, which would be really nice. Yeah, I, I think he's a little too bold with some of his moves, so probably will. Um. I know this is yeah. backtracking a little bit, but going back to the marriage thing, I thought it was quite funny that uh, the Water World boy was, or Wet Wet Planet guy was very, uh, he was like, he didn't know how to feel even that she asked him to marry him, and then he's going through all these emotions while she's like trying to go through stuff. I thought it was really funny where uh He's like thinking about a million different things other than the peace summit that's going on right now. And yeah, I thought that was quite funny. That was good. I mean, there was a lot going on. It makes sense. But yeah, it's just like his mind. He like is now about to marry this lady to basically save the two planets. And his mind is like focused on, oh, God. 
we're gonna have to get married. Am I gonna have to do traditions? Uh, am I gonna have to do our traditions to like marry her? Wait, whose house am I gonna live with? Are we gonna live on their <laughs> planet or my planet? Whose I mean, dad am like I gonna stay? <laughs> whose whose parents am I gonna stay with for Christmas? I don't know. I mean, important you mean questions. Life Day? Sorry, Life Day. <laughs> yes. <laughs> We celebrate Life Day on this planet, or on this podcast, excuse me. We love Life Day. We love Life Day. <laughs> <sighs> yeah. But then you get a... Yeah, so that's basically Chapter 12. But then when you hop into Chapter 13, now it's more of like the aftermath of what when Ziri yeah. gave that proposal. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you get to see... I believe we've well, we've obviously seen him before. He's been like one of the earlier chapters, but I call him Jared, but his name's Gerard. Um, so he's like, I believe he's the other captain's son, right? Because they have the same last name, but I could be wrong. Yeah, but I don't know. This, I've still had trouble organizing all those characters. So yeah, I'm I'm still working on this. Not like it really matters because spoiler alert, he ends up dying, but. Yeah, basically, Gerard, like, walks up to the princess, and he's, well, they used to be friends in a certain type of way back in the day. Um, And he's like, yo, like, this is, are you sure this is the right thing to do? I don't think it is. And he's, like, talking bad about the prince of wet boy or water boy. Wet boy. (laughs) And she's like, no, this is... Like, if this was, if I cared about myself, I would probably keep hanging out with you, but I care about like, what we're doing for our planet, and, like, we want everlasting peace, so this is what I have to do. So then he's like, fine, that's cool. I'm just going to go kill Fon too, then, since you're going to be so into him. So then, you know, he storms on down there, and then I believe he just opens the door, and there's, like, uh, it's Abda, I would assume. Mm, uh, did, does she say any lines no, here? No, there's no line said. He's like, hey, what are you doing in here? Or no, he goes in and yep. then the door opens because he closed it behind him because he was going to go murder Waterboy. And then yeah. uh, the door opens. And he's like, wait, it's you? Where have I seen you before? You look familiar or something like that. And then it's like blaster bolts has fired. And... Yeah. So we can only assume it's Abda. I don't know. I feel like that's almost too obvious to to be. Oh, I know. But I feel like someone would have reported that like instantly instead of putting him up in Fontu's bed. You know. Yeah, but like, wouldn't that help extend conflict? You know what I mean. Well, it would help extend the conflict too if you just like killed the guy and you said he had his sword out and he was trying to kill the prince, but I was there to like defend it. You know. I don't. Yeah, maybe. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, I have. Actually, I have a yeah, strong might, feeling. Not extend conflict. Actually, now that I think about it, I don't know. It's hard to say. Yeah, I guess we'll. I guess only time will tell. I suppose so. But, yeah. So then, yeah. So it's just basically the rest of the chapter is basically fun to talking to his mom about what what's going to happen next, uh, what we should do, and then he comes to the conclusion that he should, you know, for the betterment of his plan, he needs to become a man, step forward and take up the reins of basically ruler and do this so he can help his planet get to get back to some peace. So it's pretty nice. And then, you know, you get fun to like, okay, all right, we're doing this. That's, 
that's what we're doing. And then we're left off with him going back to his room, pulling back his covers to take a nice long winter's nap. And what does he find? He finds Gerard in his bed uh, dead. So, and that is exactly where we leave off. So it's going to be a little bit of a bumpy ride. I'm sure. Well, we got to see Axel Greylark because he's going to yeah, come into that, the picture eventually. Yeah. yeah, he wasn't in any of these last chapters. So, yeah, I kind of so, forgot about him. I didn't forget, well, but I assumed he didn't really fit into what was going on. So it's pretty focused on that portion of the story. Yeah, I mean it's fine. You'll remember uh, in the next chapter because I pulled a CJ and I cheated, so I read ahead two words and it says Axel Greylark. So the next chapter oh, is great. Be so he'll be coming into he'll be coming into the story, and we'll be having some some more characters to jumble around, which is what something Alex has been troubling with. But yep. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I'm I'm definitely enjoying it. I think we're getting towards the end of the peace summit. Of course, this death of Gerard, who's I believe is the captain's son, is going to throw a wrench in their plans. But we'll see. Maybe peace will prevail. They'll go on their, um, they're the, basically their tours of the planets. I'm I don't know why, but when they said that they had to go on a tour between the planets, I was thinking of like the Hunger Games in the districts when they had. <laughs> The people after the, they had PETA and Katniss afterwards go through the districts and just do all the the tour and stuff after the win. So we'll see how if that's awkward or if there's any like terrorist attacks from either planet. So, yeah. I mean, it's interesting to think what the people on the planet would think after just doing war after war. And then these guys go away to a peace summit that's bargained by the Republic, if you remember that. And then they say, oh, yeah, we're getting married. There's no more conflict. I feel like there's going to be some people who are definitely in dis- disagreements with that. So we'll see how that the aftermath of that in these next couple of chapters as well. So, I mean, hopefully the people will just be like accepting that the war's over. But like, yeah. I, I see why it would be frustrating as a civilian on those two planets where it's like all your leaders leave for like a week. And are getting like really well fed, and yeah, well, they're still starving and thirsty and everything. I'd be a little upset if I was in that situation. But you guys kind of you answer my question that I pose every end of episode, where what are your predictions (laughs) for the next few chapters? So in that case, um, we can wrap it up by saying where you can follow us. Uh, You can follow this podcast, the Jedi Reading Order, at Jedi Reading Order, uh, Jedi Reading Pod. Uh, you can follow yep. our uh, podcast Twitter, Three Idiots Star Wars. Uh, that's me, Alex, and uh, Nathan. And then CJ, Got even it. though he's deceased and not here today, and we'll be back next week. Um, you can follow him at the Star Wars Skinny. Yes. So make sure to follow us all on Twitter. And hit the bell so you never miss an upload. No, I'm just kidding. I don't, I don't know if you can actually do that or not, but it's just fun to say. And it's fun to say. Next week, I believe we are reading chapter 14, 15, and 16. So if you're yep. following along. Yes. So converge back with us next week for the next three chapters. Now that's epic. Oh, uh, it's Alex, going to be a wild ride. Alex, you got anything to say? Uh.
All right, thanks have everyone for listening. Have a, have a ha- yeah, happy holidays, everyone. Uh, we'll see you next week with the next episode.